Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey everybody, welcome to High School Hoops, episode 17. Before we start talking about uh, locker room speeches, uh, let me give a big shout out to Dr. Dish. Uh, this this time of year, it's a great time for muscle memory. It's a great time to get a lot of repetitions and things up for, for your players Obviously, they have the training and the work and the app and the technology and all that. But sometimes this time of year, it's just good to get reps up. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged or High School Hoops, and you'll get $300 off your next purchase. That rocks. Second thing is go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, it's that time of year. We're all in a little bit of a rut. You know, are you, are you having problems with your kids playing hard? Are you having problems with parents? Are you not figuring out how to break the press? Any of those things, go over and check out Teach Hoops. We're there to help. The community of coaches is unbelievable. Um, we can do a one-on-one call with me, office hours, anything like that. Go over and check it out. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right, episode 17. We are going to get to 1,700, right, Coach? Seven of high school who If we get to 1,700, I'll eat my desk. Okay. Uh, 1,700 once a week. That'd be a long time. I'll be in Florida. We'll be doing it. We'll, the background would be like palm trees. That would be yeah, awesome. That would be great. All right, what's awesome. the, what's this week episode? As it's cold out, and I wish I was in Florida. Um, I've heard other podcasts, and I've heard other things in books, and I've I read about it, and saw some different theories from different coaches, and I think it's a good topic to talk to um, over our winter break right now. Is that uh, do you coach believe that locker room speeches are overrated? What I mean by locker room speeches is that ooh rah rah big old speech um, b- before games, and you know whether it's the quote you know that you decide. You know, a lot of times we see those things on who's or you see the movies of coach Carter and uh, there's a lot of things that we don't see behind the scenes that really build into um, what really goes on on the floor and so I think as coaches we have to be careful of how we approach the locker room and and how much is really what's said in locker room really going to gravitate to to what's going to happen on the court that night. So let, let's break let's break it up into three different speeches as I'm sounds, thinking about this. Sounds so, good. Pre-game speech. Yep. Halftime speech post-game speech 
I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start in reverse order. Post game speech tends to be used to be very, 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 very long. Now it tends to be very, 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 very short. And the reason being is stuff that I've read too. They hear nothing you say after the game. They hear zero. Even if you win, if you lose, it's like they are they are gone. They have moved on. Especially after a tough loss. They're not going to hear you. They'll hear you the next day, especially if their season ended. They're, they'll hear you more the next day than they will then. You know, you can tell them if you win a big game, you know, we did these things well, or, you know, you just kind of squeaked by, whatever. But I, those tend to be less than two minutes for me, if two minutes. Um, and I think my record is an hour 10 post-game speech in Parker. My, my soul lost to Parker 16 years ago. There's, there's, there's stories about that. There's stories about my post-game speech there that I re- basically redid it. I said it once. And then I did it again. It was then a two-time done. speech. The, the, and they're done that. Yeah. So, um, but they didn't get anything out of that. That was more me just venting at that point. So, that's the post-game speech. So I would try to keep those short and, you know, if, especially if you're trying to teach them something in a post-game speech. Can I, can I, can I touch on that a little bit, coach, yeah. what you yeah. just said, I wrote down here. I think that's really important. I think um, just for uh, young, uh, young coaches or even veteran coaches at the end of the game, you're hot, you're mad. If you, especially if you didn't win, you know, or things didn't right. happen, you're not going to get an opportunity to, 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 ref, uh, to really give yourself the time to think and process. And you can never take back things that you say at the end of a game. You don't want to put yourself in that situation where you may have said something that you really didn't mean because you were upset and angry. Right. You're better off letting your, allowing yourself to decompress, whether you go and you work out after the game or the next day in the morning, or you go home and you, you, you watch a little bit of TV and you get away from basketball. A little bit. You're going to be a much better coach. You're going to have a much better relationship with your players if you allow your time to decompress decompress right I think that's really important that 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 period of decompressing for coaches is huge uh the last the other thing I would talk about is that when you're talking to your players if you have film with you to support some of the things that you're saying at that time it just makes it more meaningful because guess what film doesn't lie so if their defense was I've said that I have said that to my son okay I'm gonna pause for a second I coach boys volleyball boys volleyball is in the fall. I swear to God, all fall, I was saying that to my son because he's a setter and he wasn't turning. I go, tape, don't lie. Tape, don't lie. Tape, don't lie. Tape, don't lie. You know, it's love that quote. Sorry, side note. But Right, but sometimes you can do a lot more with a little. So you allowing to decompress and maybe watching that film and doing some notes on huddle and you're relaxing a little bit. All right, how can I be able to do that? Um, how can I be able to show this person by you just showing on film and making a couple notes? You've already made your point because right. if, if they're not, they're getting beat uh, baseline every single time this one player and you show it two or three times on film and practice in front of their teammates, they've got it. They understand right. they got some things to work on and you just validated your point. But if you constantly hammer them in the locker room and you don't have any film, it, it's just, a, it's just a can of worms. Right. You know, t- yep. So well, I, think, I hope I think, you're enjoying that as much as I am. But before you go back and listen to the rest of this, go to hit pause for a second, stop that treadmill, hit uh, subscribe, and leave a review. We would love that. Also, go over and join teachrooms.com for coaches who want to get better videos, resources. You know, if you're struggling right now with some wins, I'll raise my hand. I am at two times at two. Uh, 
we have a great community of coaches over there um, and mentors and all sorts of stuff and one-on-one calls with me and all sorts of things that can help you become a better coach. So go over and check that out while supplies last. Talk to yeah. you soon. So I think, I think those, I think what you just said about it is really uh, about after game is huge. Cause there's, there's, you could do a lot more later on after the game and in a different manner. That's going to be more beneficial for your team. Yep. So, and, and as, as you were doing that, I was typing coach, if you heard that, because yep. you basically just came up with a couple more podcasts. How do, so I think at some point we'll talk about how as a coach, you handle a tough loss. Yep. Yep. And then how do you decompress? How do you relax? So I think those are both things. I'm just thinking about what you said and then I'm going, I know how I do it. So we'll talk about that later. Because everybody's different. Everybody's a little different. So then the next one is um, my halftime speech. So here's how my, I'm not going to go into halftime because I think that's another thing that we want to talk about. But um, the administrative part of my halftimes or how people can use halftimes or even breaks if you're a youth coach. Um, so we'll leave that for a different podcast too, because we have lots to do in the future, but, um, my speech tends to be short at halftime and tends to emphasize three things. I'm not going to, everything says, if you do more than three, they won't remember it. Um, and then the most important one is the last one that I say, it's similar to how I handle timeouts. Um, but I, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to show them a couple things. I'm going to ask them if they have questions. I'm going to ask them if they have any concerns. So I want input from them at halftime too. Um, that's usually why my point guard is seated right next to me because that's the person I'm is kind of like my, now doesn't it has to be my captain, but it's the person I'm turning to um, if I have issues. Um, so I try to keep it again. I'm. It's three things. What do we need to do? We need to box out. We need to get back in transition and we need to run this. Uh, obviously, we're doing some X and O things and I'm throwing my marker at my assistant coaches because they have different responsibilities. But, you know, you're not going to you're not going to reinvent the wheel at halftime. I think coaches expect that they're going to reinvent the wheel. I think the conversation you have with your assistant coaches is as valuable as what you're saying to your kids at that point. Um, I think I agree. Um one, I think one thing as I learned as a being a young coach, I would storm in the locker room if I was upset right away. Uh, I've learned to sit uh, with my coaches outside of the locker room, allow the players to decompress a little bit, sit and talk to each other a little bit and talk to coaches. So what do you think? So what are your thoughts? Um, you know, the nice thing about um, when I was at college, we could, we got the stat sheet printed for us at oh halftime. Gosh, I know. When we go on the road, that's so nice. It's amazing. Um, and and, and it, it's like, wow, you can do so much with that in so little time. And so allowing yeah. yourself to, to allowing yourself to think a little bit before yep. you go in the locker room is a great thing for you. Cause then you can be more specific on your three things that you talk about. Cause you could go on a huge tangent and you just wasted the whole time. Right. You know? Right. And I'm also a believer in don't come out two seconds before I mean, I want them, I, especially my, the guys that are going to, I want them to get a little bit of movement going into the second half. I don't want anything to be a surprise at that point. Um, so I definitely want some movement going into the second half. Um, and then the last one is my pregame. My pregame is they should be able to tell me my pregame. If I've done my job during the week and I've done my scouts, I should, and I've never done this. I've thought about it, but I've never done it. I should be able to hand a marker to a kid and they should be able to write the, the, the pregame speech up. Now, obviously there's some motivational things and it's like, well, here's what we're playing for here. 
But as far as the X's and O's and the offense and the defense and our execution, they if they don't know it at that point, it's just me talking to them. They, that is their that is their one or two page cliff note spark note scout that they've gotten already is basically on that whiteboard. I'm just I'm just I'm basically reteaching what I've already taught. Hopefully, I'm going. You know, this is day two of the lesson um, of here's what we need to do to be effective and to win. And if we do these three things, we're going to be effective. What about you, Coach? Yeah, it's, again, it's all of the preparation before the locker room that is yeah. really important. You're not. It's a speech is not going to be your all savior thing. No. Um, but again, you know, you know, it talks about it's. Um, you know, again, I I, I wrote down some things because I, I thought they were really important. How you're going to get the team ready for what you want them to do is constantly doing it in practice till they're almost. It's so you've said it over a hundred times of what you value, you know, and you're right. constantly, you're constantly going back to, you know, your mantra, whatever you're going to do for that, that year of what your philosophy is in basketball. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be constantly said over and over till it's uncomfortably numb where they just, they're almost sick of hearing it, but they know that's the expectation. And right. so, you know, that, that is really, um, you know, I, a really important that you, you can't go out and, and ch ch uh, put a quote or use some inspirational video that has no, or some, a story that has no connection to you and your program about what your season's really about this year. I think often we'll, like, people gravitate to grabbing different things, but if it's not connected to what you've been talking about all season, it's just going from one ear out the other and it's not authentic whatsoever. I think it's got to be really connected to what your mission is as a team for that season. Right. And I think that's, that's what you got to be talking about. I mean, if you're not like, you're right. I'm, I don't want to tell you the you rah rah thing. Okay. That's going to last for 12 seconds. You know, them being all jacked and the guy, you know, you've seen, you've seen the thing going around this fall and winter about the guy pushing the locker room door down the football thing, which I think was staged. Have you seen that one? Mm -mm. No, it's like a high school game and the coach is all in the locker room and blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, someone's videotaping the football locker room door going outside. Well, all of a sudden it falls down and they all run out all kind of like, yay, yay, yay. Great. First of all, why are you filming a door? Because it's staged. But second of all, it's like that's only going to get them jacked for, you know, 30 seconds. Then they're going to come back down. You know, that's why we tell guys that might be the time. If, if you see a team that's like that, that you got to come out and just out execute them for 30 seconds. And then we'll just, you know, it brings them back down. So that's where that, that's where those Hoosier speeches and knowing the gummies chewing are great and they're great for movies, but they're not going to, but help. they're only successful if they're connected through the whole season. So I'll give right. you the, my last, I really want to, make a point because I think about it and think about it, think about it. Last year when we were in the state championship game, um, everything that we talked about all season was this idea of having energy from the beginning all the way to the end. And so what we did before the last game of the season, we got a big thing of chart paper. And when we, I wrote the quote, everything begins and ends with energy, which we've been talking about all season and the guys signed it. And we put it into our locker room. We brought it on to the – but the only reason that was connected is because right. we talked about it all year. So right. those, those little things can help you out in the, in the end of a big game because you've constantly talked about it all year. But if it's not connected to what you've been talking about all year, it's not going to happen for you. No. And you got to let them kind of come up with that. And that can be another podcast. We can talk yes. about how we yes. come up with themes and motivations. Well, maybe that will be next year. All right. All right. <laughs> Have a go. See you in the new year. All right. Uh, sounds good. Bye. Bye. Hey, coach. I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. 
couple of things. First of all, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is Netflix on steroids with one-on-one calls, office hours, community um, support. If you saw our Facebook group, our private Facebook group, and saw all the resources that coaches throw at each other, it is unbel- it's worth it just for the Facebook group. Um, but there's resources. There's hundreds of hours of videos and practice plans and, and all sorts of things. Go over and check it out. Also, if you could subscribe and like, we would really like that. Those five-star reviews really help a lot. All right, talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.